0: your dream deserves to be
1: shared with the world and i'm here to teach you how to do it i'm your host mary diacetus and on the dreamers and action takers we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality on mondays we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you're taking time to invest in yourself, and I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have Megan Woodill here from New York on the podcast. Megan, welcome. Megan is an incredible mindset coach and she moved from New York to Florida like six or seven years ago now. And she is absolutely incredible. I'm so excited for y'all to meet her and to hear a little bit about what she has been able to do over the past year and a half. She actually um, graduated college from FGCU, Florida Gulf Coast University, and she started working for Enterprise, where she basically discovered that uh, she was not happy and she was not a corporate gal. So in the middle of the pandemic, she started Mindset in the Making, and now she is a mindset coach for entrepreneurs, an incredible friend, and she's doing some amazing things, which I'm going to show you about it, um, tell you about And Meg and I actually met through Instagram because I slid into her DMs when I was following her, saw that she was tagging like Naples Bonita Springs. And I think I came off really aggressive and I was just like, Hey, like, do you live in the Naples area? And, um, we've been friends ever since. So
0: welcome Meg. (laughs) Oh my God. I think that's the warmest welcome I've ever had in my entire life. You are like pumping my tires in the first two minutes. I love it. Ready? We gotta. Let's go. I'm so glad. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so excited to do this. I've been looking
1: forward to it all week. Oh, so good. Well, Meg, I know we'll share a little bit about your story, but I want you to tell because you share your story so beautifully about how you went from corporate life to now, um, entrepreneurship mindset coach extraordinaire. So share a little bit of like the highlights of that journey and where you are now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The loaded question. Um, so yeah. to take it back, like you said, I, I moved down to Florida about almost I think eight years now, which is nuts from upstate New York to go to Florida Gulf Coast University where I got my business degree. Um, And so I got my business degree and then I did what everybody tells you that you should do. Go work in corporate. Uh, That's exactly what I did. Um, And so I originally, I got a really great management position in the hospitality field um, at a really nice resort down here because Southwest Florida is known for their resorts. Um, And that shortly did not work out for reasons that we don't have time for. (laughs) So then I was like, crap, I just graduated. And now I need a new job. And my friend who worked um, at enterprise, like you said, was like, Hey, like we're hiring. And I'm like, "Mm, I didn't go to school to rent cars. Like, but I went for it. I got the job. Um, And long story short, I, I did the exact thing that I was setting out to do. I climbed the corporate ladder promotion after promotion, you know, raise after raise, I was like breaking all these records. Number one in sales. I was the youngest person to ever become like a branch manager, like all these, all these incredible accolades. So on paper, it looked like, holy crap, Meg is like living her best life. She's doing all these amazing things. But the problem is I had all these things that looked amazing on paper, but it didn't like, I was like, how do I have all these things? And I still don't feel good. And I still don't feel fulfilled. Why, why is that? Like, that's insane. Um, And then I got the promotion of all promotions that I really was so excited for. Um, the one that I had been working three years towards and I got it and I still didn't feel like I thought it would. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Um, so, you know, I did my own deep mindset work of my own. Um, and in that I quickly realized that I'm, this is not what I'm, you know, I'm not supposed to be doing this. I'm not supposed to be here, but I stayed because of the fear because of the security of having a constant paycheck, because I just got an amazing promotion and my salary increased by like 20 K. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to suck it up. And I'm going to like, I was so, I was so burnt out. Like I was in and out of the hospital eight times in one year for different reasons. Like that's how burnt out I was. It was affecting my whole body. So all these red flags just flying in my face, telling me like, what are you doing? Stop what you're doing. But I didn't. Then flash forward COVID hits and obviously COVID kind of gave us all a chance to reflect and to think and to really consider, you know, what we're doing, what we're not doing. Um, and so like a psychopath, I left my job in the middle of a pandemic and started my own business (laughs) because that just screams security. Um, but no, I, I joke about it now, but I wouldn't change a thing. I originally, um, started as a mindset coach. So I got there by thinking about, okay, what am I really good at? What am I passionate about? And, you know, what do people need help with? And through my own mindset journey, I was like, holy shit. Like, my life is on this podcast. I was like, holy shit. It is an absolute crime that nobody tells us this stuff. We're not taught about mindset in school. We're not brought up with any of the understanding that we can take back control of our mind at any given point. I was like, I got to start screaming this from the rooftops because the stuff I was learning, and the the changes I was making in my life, they were so simple, but they had such a big impact. I'm like, I need to tell people about this. And obviously what I did love about my corporate job is that I was a mentor to all of of my employees. I loved the mentorship aspect. I loved helping people get to where they want to be. And obviously with my business degree, I had a very strong passion for business and everything that goes into that. So I combined all forces and I started my own business as a mindset coach. Through that, within the first three months, I would say nine out of 10 of my clients that I had initially had all at one point mentioned, Meg, I want to start my own business, or I had this business idea for years. And it was like, everybody wanted to start a business, but nobody was doing it. And so I uncovered that, boom, like there, there's where people need help, right? They They need help with their mindset, but they also need help starting their business. So that's when I became a business and mindset coach, because let's face it, you can't have one without the other. And so now I really am focusing on helping people escape that employee mindset and and transition into the entrepreneur mindset because they are night and day, black and white, totally different. If you think you can be an entrepreneur with an employee mindset, I'm sorry, but (laughs) you you can't. Um, So to put it in a very short, short, packed version. That's how I got from, from where I was to, to where I am now.
1: I love that. There's so many different things that you said in your story that I just like want to run with and go over. But I think the biggest thing, and this is something that's top of mind for me, um, because yesterday I was like, you know, got some news. Actually, I just had some really hard conversations with people. That's what it was. Yesterday was a day of just really hard conversations. And I was listening to, a podcast that I really love. And she was talking about, you know, what it looks like to be an entrepreneur and really like at the core. And one of the things she said is as an entrepreneur, you have to get up fast. Like you cannot stay on the ground. You're going to get kicked. Like you're going to have these things that come up. And it hit me on a whole new level of if you choose to be an entrepreneur, like it is so much of the personal development. Like, but I feel like at least half your job has to be personal development if you choose to be an entrepreneur. And like that is huge. And that's really what you help people do is like get deep into their mindset and be able to look at it. So I love that. One of the things that you talked about in your story is you got all the things and you didn't feel fulfilled. Will you talk a little bit more about like getting the accolades, getting all of that, and then still having this like deep sense of unfulfillment.
0: Yeah, I think it goes back to just what you said of how different it is to have an entrepreneur. I mean, I got bit by the entrepreneur bug like way back when I was like 12. Like I always wanted to start my own bakery. I wanted to have my own cupcake shop. Like I have had this entrepreneur energy my whole life and I never really realized it until, you know, the past couple of years. And I had it all built up and it had nowhere to go. So the reason I was never fulfilled is because I wasn't doing what I was meant to do. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm meant to be an entrepreneur and I'm also meant to help people. And I knew that that's what I'm here to do. And in the job I was doing, yes, I was helping people, but it was like 10% of my job, but that 10% was what kept me going because that was what fulfilled me. So all these other things that people were telling me I should be proud of, and I should be striving for, maybe that's what was on their, you know, to-do list, but like my, my to-do list for my whole life is very different than other people. Um, So that's why I never felt fulfilled and people may think I'm crazy for it, but I know I was here to help and like, I'm a full blown Enneagram too. If you know anything about Enneagrams, number two is like the helper. So in doing that work and in doing that personal development, I was able to realize like what I truly value and what I, and how I can incorporate my values into my work. So that way I wake up and I get excited every day and I get fulfilled every single day. And it's, it's not to say that every day is just amazing and shiny and beautiful. It's not, (laughs) not, there are so many hard days um, and it, it is an absolute roller coaster. I mean, entrepreneurship is anything but linear, but a lot of it just, I mean, the first part of transitioning into that, that new role is unlearning. Like you said, a big part is personal development, but it's also unlearning everything that we all have. For the most part, we've all gotten brought up around an employee mindset. Everything that we've learned up to this point, our work ethics, um, our discipline, everything that we've learned is through the lens of an employee mindset. So when you make that shift, there's a lot of unlearning that you need to do in order to find that fulfillment and make it actually last. For sure. I love that.
1: And I think it goes into the factor of I've said this, I think that you and I have had these conversations before of the fact that like, I've learned this before. Like, I already know this, like, why am I doing it? Even something that I know you just talked about, um, may actually last night just finished her six week, um, course of, and like coaching program of mindset makeover. One of the things you talked about that in morning routine. And so I think that this is something that like I've seen, I know other people I've seen as well of like, you have your morning routine or you have your thing that you know, works, Yet you get out of the habit or you get out of the discipline or like, you know, whatever. And it's like, I know that when I work out in the morning, when I eat good, when I like get enough sleep, then I feel better. Yet something happens and you don't do it. But the fact that you said you have to unlearn it, like you haven't always had an incredible morning routine and you have to unlearn that habit as well. So what would you say to like the person who just needs to give themselves more grace right now because they're unlearning a lot of stuff?
0: Yeah. I mean, grace is the key right there because it's going to be, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not even going to happen in one month. Um, it is an absolute journey, but I think what you really need to hold onto during those times is your why, and you need to get very clear on your why. Like even when, I tell my clients all the time, like even when you think you're clear on your why, I need you to get even more clear because motivation comes from a motive and your motive is your why. So if you're doing something, you don't know why you're doing it or if there isn't a meaning to it, you're gonna fall off. Like you said, if you have a routine and then you don't do it, it's because your why isn't strong enough. You aren't very much aware of the actual bigger meaning to it. So getting very clear in your values, getting very clear on your why and then running like relentlessly towards it But also expecting there to be curveballs and expecting there to be obstacles and going in with the expectations that I'm trying to get here, but I know there's going to be bad days. That's where the grace comes in. Because if you go into a a goal or a new idea thinking that it's just going to, it has to be perfect every day or else I'm not going to reach it, then you're going to get right back to where you are right now. And that's probably why you keep going back to where you are and you keep feeling stuck is because your expectations are just unrealistic. It's, I mean, anybody that you maybe the people that you're looking up to right now, all those people that you follow on social media that look like they're freaking killing it. Yes, they probably are, but they didn't get there by having 100% good days. Like they had failures, they had setbacks, they had all those things. So, like, allow yourself the same grace that you're giving all those people to. I love that.
1: so for the person who maybe they have their, why they like have identified it, you know, they know why they're doing this, but maybe they need a reset or they need to go deeper into it. What would your advice be for that person?
0: Uh, I mean, that comes back to like clarity. If, if you need a reset and you're all already are very clear on your, why I would look back at what you've done up to this point and look at what has worked what hasn't worked, and then combine those two and to make a a brand new plan, right? There's nothing wrong with rewriting your plan. There's nothing wrong with hitting the reset button. Um, One of my favorite exercises to do is start, stop, continue. So if you have a goal, whether it's big or small, you if you're like, okay, if I want to reach X goal, what do I need to start doing in order to get me closer to there? What do I probably need to like stop doing that I'm doing right now that is holding me back from getting there? And what am I doing right now that's like, really good. And like, it is getting me closer that I can continue doing and mapping that out in a way that actually makes sense and implementing it right. And scheduling it in and making a plan, because let's face it, if it's not written down, the schedule is probably not happening. It's If it's not written down, if it's not pre-planned, I'm telling you it's not happening. If my workouts are not on my schedule, they're not happening. So just being like very proactive in in the sense of, I really want this badly. And I know my, why but saying you want something is so different than actually doing it.
1: Yeah. It's so true. And it's like scheduling it into is huge. And it's, it's so funny whenever Meg and I like actually hang out in person. Cause like, we both have to like schedule it on our calendars. <laughs> Otherwise like it's literally like, we're not going to hang out, but it's like, I'm not going to like, if I have a plan with Meg, then I'm not going to go and decide to do something else. I'm not going to cancel my plans with Meg to do something else. Like I value her friendship I value her time. And I honor that commitment. And it's the same thing that's true with you. Like if you, as a person, because we so easily cancel the commitments to ourselves, yet, like I wouldn't cancel on Meg just because I don't feel like hanging out with her. Like, not unless there's something that's actually going on, you know, but we do that for ourselves. We say like, oh, this isn't important enough. Oh, like I can do this later. Oh, whatever. And so it's, if it's important to you, you're going to do it. So schedule it into your calendar and then make it a point to actually do it. But if you still feel resistance on it, then like, maybe it's time that you go back to your why, maybe you figure out like, what is the reason why you're investing in this and you're doing it because that in itself is huge. So, yeah, so good.
0: And that's the thing, like you would never break promises to like your family members or your friendships. So why are you breaking promises to yourself? I mean, We, we deserve to put ourselves at the top of that priority list too. I mean, so often, I mean, you're talking to a a recovering people pleaser over here. So I get it. I I get why it's so easy to say yes to everybody else, but not yourselves. But at the end of the day, you matter. And especially if you're a business owner, you are your business. So if you're not treating yourself like a priority, you're not treating your business like a priority. If you're not taking care of yourself, you're not taking care of your business. And it's all going to show sooner than later.
1: Yeah. For sure. And that's one thing that I actually really admire about you is because like the past like two or three months have been rough for you. Like you've had like personal things that have come up and you've shared about some of it on social media in a really healthy way. And it's something that I really admire because you talked about, there are so many people who are killing it on social media and you are somebody who's killing it. You're killing it on social media. You're killing it on real life. And yet you talk about, you know, Hey, I had to take a mental health day. Like, Hey, these things are happening. And like, I needed to do a reset. I needed to close my computer and my phone for the day. I needed to just cuddle with my dog, um, in bed, which I'm going to put, um, Meg's Instagram in the, <laughs> um, bio of this podcast episode, go like, check out her dog. She's the, <laughs> um, but you've talked about it in a really healthy way. So you've opened up and you've shared vulnerably from some of that scar of like, hey, this is what's going on. And you've given people both, which is something that I think is really cool. And you're not portraying this like hustle. You're just a complete robot and like you never get tired or any of that, Um, but you're sharing both. And so I love that. um, And I really admire that about you.
0: Thank you. And and the reason for that, I mean, in the online space, there's a lot of things that I love about the online space. There's a lot of things that I really strongly dislike about the online space. One of them being that it's an absolute highlight reel and it's not realistic. And it's giving all these people, all these false expectations that they should be showing up every single day and they should be waking up at 4am and going for four mile runs and drinking their green juice and coming home and having the best day ever. That's not it. And like, that's why like, yes, I, I made it a point to make it part of a big part of my personal brand that like I'm going to be the most real with you guys and like when I'm having a really good day of course I'm going to talk about it but I'm going to talk about the really hard days the days where it's hard to get up out of bed the days where I just can't get through the day the days where being an entrepreneur is just overwhelming and the day where like all the hats that I have to wear on a daily basis are literally falling out of the closet because there's no space for them like I'm going to talk about those days because at the end of the day if you're trying to be like a a full-time entrepreneur or if you are a full-time entrepreneur and you just have these expectations, it's not fair. And like all these people out there in the online space that are saying that that's the reality of it, it's not fair. And then you're doing a disservice to all of the people in your audience and all the people that look up to you. People like real, people like relatable, people like authentic. So like, I just feel like more people need to be talking about that um, because not every day is going to be good. And not every day is going to be bad either. I mean, it's not going to say that, you know, your whole month is going to be awful, but there's going to be a mix and you just kind of have to like roll with the punches and, and be adaptable and also be understanding that that is okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad entrepreneur. It just makes you human.
1: It's so true. And I love the fact that like, you're willing to talk about it because I think that one of the things that stops so many entrepreneurs is the fact that they feel like they're the only one who has this problem. And I think that it's twofold because one, nobody really wants to talk about it because the bad days aren't fun to talk about the like exciting days. They're, they're exciting to talk about, but it's also the fact that we are marketed to in a way that says you're the only one and you're the problem. So join my program. So then I can fix you. Yeah. And yes, programs are amazing. We both have programs and like, They're incredible. We get to help people every single day, but at the end of the day, like, you know, it's not that this is the one program where I'm gonna give you this like secret sauce formula and you're never gonna have any problems again. Like. That's not true. We're going to equip you with the fundamentals to be able to be on the roller coaster highs and lows that when you're in a low, then you have the tools to be able to get you back to the high and maybe even, even out some of that roller coaster. So you don't have the super high highs and the super low lows. You still have both of them, but there's not, they're not as drastic. So it's the tools being able to talk about it and equipping people.
0: Exactly. And that's why like, I, I, so I'm so passionate about mindset because mindset's not a, like one, it's not a one size fits all. And two, it's not an end all be all. It's not going to cure everything for you. But like you said, it makes the bad days not as bad. And having a strong mindset makes the hard days not feel so hard because just like you said, you have the tools in your toolbox, right? You have all the, the, the tools that you need in order to get that strong mindset. It's what are you, what are you going to do with it? Right. Are you going to let it keep controlling you? Or are you going to take back control? And That also, I mean, yes, it makes the hard days easier because you have your strong mindset to get you through, but it also makes the good days that much better because you've learned how to appreciate and you've learned how to be present and you've learned how to celebrate everything and to just like have so much gratitude. So it goes twofold. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I think everybody needs to do mindset work because it just overall, it makes you show up as a better person for yourself and everybody else in your life too. And your business, obviously. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, I 1000% agree. Like mindset, something that's so freaking needed in every way, shape and form. it's not even funny. So also like, I don't know, maybe you agree with this. Maybe you don't, I would love to actually hear your opinion on it, but I believe that like the more mindset work that I do, the more that I become a better person the better my life becomes and the more my income like
0: improves, increases hundred percent, thousand percent agree. Couldn't agree more. In fact, that's, that's the, I mean, you can look at all the statistics of like how many businesses fail within the first year. The reason for that is not because of the lack of support or the lack of funding or the lack of investment. It's because they, of the mindset, they skipped over the mindset piece, right? You cannot, have a long-lasting business if you're not working on your mindset. Like you could have the most impeccable business plan. You could have all the money in the bank. You could have the best social media page in all of the world. But if you don't have the right mindset to back you, you're going to either give up or you're going to absolutely just crumble because you it's just as important, if not more important. I mean I always I always use the analogy of like when you're building a business, you're building the house. So if you're building a house, would you skip putting the floors in? I freaking hope not because that would be really not great for you. Mindset is the floors. You need to put the floors in, and then you're going to need the walls. You're going to need the marketing. You're going to need the social media. You're going to need the funding. You're going to need probably a coach. Those are the walls. And then you put the roof on. Everything comes together. But what if you built a house without the floors? After a while, you're going to get sick of living in that house. You're going to have dirt everywhere. It's going to be really dirty. <laughs> it to be yeah. really messy. And that's just what's going to happen if you go into business without a strong mindset. It's not, maybe you'll succeed, but it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be a fun journey.
1: No. And it's too, like when you have a strong mindset, when you're able to do all of this, then you can take the bad days. You can take the things that happen to you and you can turn them into things that are happening for your favor. I've heard this story today. Have you heard the story of Ben and Jerry's and what they did with this? Okay. They had this incredible marketing campaign that I am literally obsessed with right now. Long story short, when Ben and Jerry's were like, I mean, the ice cream brand, like, you know, okay. Important question first. What's your favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor? Half baked. Oh, so good. So good. Okay. Um, When they were just getting started out, they started in like, I believe it was the eighties. They're from Vermont. Um, the first winter that they were open, they um, had a couple of pretty good like marketing campaigns bringing people into the store because it's Vermont and they're an ice cream shop like most people aren't getting ice cream. The second summer they started selling or sorry winter they started selling the little pint sized whatever you call them, um, to go ice creams and they got a distributor and Pillsbury Doughboy who owns Hagen Doss ice cream went to the distributor, the little mom and pop shop, and said that if you take Ben and Jerry's as a um, product, we will not supply your store anymore. Ben and Jerry's took, they didn't get the deal, but what they did is had one of the most incredible marketing campaigns. They created posters and signs and did telemarketing campaigns and all of this about what's the doughboy afraid of? And oh. like, <laughs> right? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> And it goes back to the fact that like these things are going to happen. Well, what is your mindset about it? Like, are you, do you have the mindset of everything works out for your favor? Or did he let that like cripple him? So anyways, I just, I think that story is hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it, it, I mean, it, it ties in perfectly because he could have let that one no, or that one quote unquote failure completely ruin him. But he, you know, he had a strong enough mind, a mindset to be like, this is nothing. Like I totally got this and look at them now. Right. Right. Like
1: crazy, half baked. So good. Okay. Meg, if you were going to give an entrepreneur one piece of advice, what would it be?
0: Oh gosh. Let me just open up my advice book. <laughs> I got plenty to give. Uh, I think the one I always go back to is a bad day is only 24 hours. That's like my favorite piece of advice that I've ever received. And that I, I mean, it, it, it plays in perfectly what we were just talking about a bad day, only 24 hours. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good. We get so stuck in the bad days sometimes. It's like, don't bring into the next one. It's only 24 hours.
0: Yep. Exactly. Love that. Okay. So I know
1: that you have a um your program is coming out in January. So can you talk a little bit about Mindset Makeover, who it's for, and maybe some of the stories that you got from the past six weeks?
0: Oh yes. Oh my gosh, I could talk about this for days. So I'm very emotional today because as we're recording this, I know this will go out later, but as we're recording this, I just wrapped up the six week program last night. So the first group of gals was our last call and it was so bittersweet because they've come such a long way. Um, But no, it's a six week group program called mindset makeover. And it's literally what it sounds. You're coming in to get a full blown mindset makeover. Um, Each week is a different module. We go over things like values and setting boundaries, um, making a morning routine, those are my freaking jam. One that you can actually stick to. And that like feels good for you. Uh, we talk about self-discipline habits, using your fear to fuel you forwards, um, instead of holding you back, um, goal, I mean, it, it all ties in together. It's everything that you need again to put in your toolbox, to have a mindset makeover and it's six weeks. Um, so it's, it's not so long that it's overwhelming and it's not so short that it's like, ah, this was so quick. I, f- I found that six weeks is like the perfect amount of time. Um, so it just wrapped up first round wrapped up yesterday. We're taking some time off for the holidays. It's relaunching, um, end of January. So as of right now, I have my wait list open to get everybody in there like swimwear. And then we are go time in January for another brand new six weeks, brand new group. So, um, I'm really excited about it. I'm not trying to like wish the holidays away, but I'm really excited for January.
1: Um I'm so excited for you it's we can be excited for all of the things but yes. if somebody is like I want to strengthen my mindset I want to um you know see if this is for me all of that how can they get a hold of you find out more information even just ask the question because I know that the yes. first cut is literally just asking the question and all that
0: yeah, definitely the best place to reach me is my instagram at Megguaddell I I'm always on there. My DMs are always open. I, If you can't tell, I love to talk. So I love to talk to people. Send me a DM. I will literally talk your ear off until you tell me to shut up. Um, but I'm always here. I always am here to give support to anybody who's in need of it. Um, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're, you're a wantrepreneur or you're really just need to get your mindset in check. Like I'm here for all the things. Um, so I would say that that would be the best place to reach me. But if not, if you're not on Instagram, my website is mindsetinthemaking.co. <laughs>
1: I love it. Um, I'm.co as well, because the dreamers.com was not available. So yeah. maybe one day we'll become .coms. <laughs> one day, one day also <laughs> highly recommend sliding into Meg's DMS. Um, it worked out great for me <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> thank
0: God you slid my DMS or else we would, we probably wouldn't even know we exist, but now we live like 10 minutes away from each other. It's beautiful.
1: It's amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy about it. <laughs> and you actually have a it. gift for listeners. So oh
0: awesome. my gosh how did we forget about the gift? <laughs> yes, um, A free entrepreneur survival guide. Cause let's face it, we all need to survive. Um, so this thing is, I don't know why I give it away for free. I'm still like kicking myself out. it's packed with so many things that you need um, as an entrepreneur. I mean, you name it, it's got an entrepreneur like toolkit checklist. It's got a business plan checklist. It's got a, how to start your day, how to end your day, everything, everything you need. It's all in there. <laughs> You can find that on my Instagram too, but I think that you're linking it in the show notes as well. Yes. So both of
1: those links will be down below so that you can check them out and yeah. Thank you so much Meg for joining us today. Um, and just for your, like so many nuggets of truth and inspiration. And I love your story and I love the fact that you were so big on giving to other people. Like you want other people to like fully like receive, you want them to be able to live their best life. You care so deeply about other people and seeing them be able to thrive. And it's one of my favorite things about you. And I think what makes you such an incredible coach. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing about mindset makeover and all the things that these entrepreneurs can do and just like helping so many people feel like they're not alone.
0: Of course. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for those kind words. You just keep pumping my tires. You gotta hang this thing up now.
1: (laughs) All right, girl. Well, um, that's what I'm here for. Queen of hype. Like I got you, boo. I got you. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you again. I appreciate it and hope y'all have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Dreamers and Action Takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people? I have a dream of working with a hundred million women and helping them to share their dream of the world, and I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at the dreamers.co and I'll send you a free gift. It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode and I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.